0: Metu Netur, Volume 2, Anuk Aosar, The Kemetic Initiation System. Chapter 5. The Spiritual Anatomy of Man and the Fundamentals of Spiritual Psychology. The man is made in the likeness of God means that the faculties making up man's being are the same that God possesses. Thus, the tree of life is used to describe God's faculties and behavior, as well as man's. As above, so below. Like God, man's attributes can be classified as shown, sets of faculties embodying his or her. Original and essential state of being, which is unconditioned and undifferentiated, classified in zero and sphere one. Creative faculties, words of power and spiritual power, classified in spheres two and three. The higher mental faculties, which regulate the mental, utilitarian, logical, and artistic spheres and action, emotional and physical energy spheres, classified in spheres four, five, and six. The lower mental utilitarian faculties through which a living is made in the world, classified in spheres seven, eight, and nine. Physical faculties of action, the emotions, physical energies, and the physical body, classified in spheres 10. It can be readily seen that only the two lower sets have been developed in all people. This is due to the working of evolution. While nature will take man, but so far, it is up to man to bring about the awakening and development of the higher three in mankind. This was the work begun by ancient cometans, but interrupted by the invaders from the north. Man's behavioral faculties. Sphere 10, Geb. The tenth sphere of the Tree of Life corresponds to the physical and sensory bodies of man. The physical body serves two main purposes. If we recall that the original and essential state of man's being, like God's in undifferentiated energy, matter, and consciousness, and that the purpose of creation is the differentiation of the one being into the infinitude of beings, then it is logical to conclude that there must be a state wherein differentiation is completely achieved. This is physical matter. Man, like God, is therefore one being appearing as many through the differentiating attribute of physical matter. The failure to rise above This illusion of being separate due to identifying oneself with the physical body is the foundation of selfishness and the fundamental cause of man's problems in life. The sensory body is the part of the spirit that endows man with the power of animation. It is the animal dwelling within our being. It is important to note that the word... Animal originally denoted not the creatures we generally call thus, but the living electromagnetic principle in nature that provides vegetables, animals, and humans with animating power made of electromagnetic energies. It is the mediator of our sense perceptions, desires, emotions, sensations, and physiological functions. Not only does it allow movement of the physical body, it is the principle responsible for our psychic movements towards and away from things, our likes, dislikes, and the entire host of emotions. That there are animal structures operating in our brain was recently recognized by Western science. We are informed by psychobiology bio- that we don't have one, but at least three brains. These brains have not yet achieved integration with each other according to the present point in evolution. Two of these brains influence us to behavior that we share with animals. These are the brain stem or the R complex or reptilian brain and the limbic or mammalian, or midbrain. Above these two is the cerebrum, which is the seat of the human intellectual faculties, which have the task of inhibiting the functions of the animal brains. The reptilian brain comprises the lowest portion, the stem of the brain, from the evolutionary perspective. It is the oldest and most primitive part of the brain. Hence, it exerts the strongest influence on our behavior, and it is most difficult to manage. Psychobiologists refer to it as the reptilian brain because it influences us to the type of behavior developed and predominated in reptiles. Although it makes a minor portion of the human brain, it makes up the major size and function in the brains of reptiles. In a group of cells in this complex called the globus pallidus, we find the program for the most primitive form of communication, body language. In reptiles, this form of communication reaches its highest level of complexity and elaboration in the genres that compromise their mating rituals. In humans, it is the source of the gesture that are an integral part of our ability to experience and convey certain emotional states. We are all familiar with the gestures accompanying anger, sexual interest and in arousal, depression, communication, deep thinking, etc. In fact, we cannot genuinely manifest these emotions without their corresponding bodily gestures. It is impossible, for example, to stay depressed if instead of maintaining its characteristic facial and bodily slump. We were to stand up straight and breathe deeply from the lower abdomen and made ourselves smile. It is of paramount importance for us to realize that our body is not just influenced by the verbal and graphic symbols and emotions that manifest themselves in our awareness, but also within body gestures generated by the reptilian brain. It is insidious form of communication that tells us how to respond to a given situation without manifesting its message in the spheres of our awareness. In response to situations, the reptilian brain will send a message to the subconscious to get angry, to fight, to flee, to prepare itself for mating and so on. The subconscious then responds to the corresponding set of bodily gestures in support of the action that will take place. The actual response and elaborated through the limbic portion of the brain, the Kamau understood this quite well. In symbolizing the archetype of evil long before Set took this place, in man the serpent Apep and his confederacy of serpents, Influenced by this tradition, the Hebrews made the serpent the prime source of the temptation that caused man's downfall. The woman to whom the serpent spoke, Esha and not Eve, if you truly know the Bible, symbolized the subconscious. Of course, the tree from which they were not supposed to eat was the tree of life. And why shouldn't one eat of the knowledge of the God? of which will open one's eyes and make one knowing as God. If the Bible claimed that God made man in his own likeness, should not man realize his divinity? These contradictions are easily understood when we realize the fact that errors must creep in when people copy the traditions of others, but grasp only the outer form. Yes, serpents can speak to people. Do they several times a day? they do several times a day inducing them to stare with transfigured passions of hatred or desire to contort the face and body a scowl here a sexy dip in the stance or walk there an atomic bopping of the head to the beat heard yonder and so on the limbic division of the brain reaches its full development later on In the evolutionary scheme, it grows over the R-complex and covers it like a cap. Hence, a limbus, this part of the brain, is also called the mammalian mammalian brain because its highest level of development first appeared among mammals in whom it is the major influence of their behavior. In humans, it is the set of emotional communication, especially the drives for fighting, fleeting, mating, and seeking food. We will see that most Western societies have failed to note the danger of following this part of the brain to control human behavior, especially to the point of being the origin of many social institutions. The comedic recognition of the animal influences in man's life is is shown in their pictorial symbols that mix human and animal forms. Ergo, a hawk-headed human, cow-headed woman, serpent-headed human, etc. As we will see, they have gone beyond the Western understanding of these animal influences and the means of controlling them. The failure to understand and control this part of being places the individual under the control of blind animalistic forces being guided by pleasure seeking and emotions in regards to diet baiting justice economics government religion etc which along with selfish selfishness is the cause of all the crimes wars and suffering in the world of great importance it is the realization that it is to this part of the brain an animal that the majority of people look for the sanctions of their behavior to the spirituality to, to the spiritually developed honesty is being in the harmony with how this part of the brain reacts to a situation it is what generates feelings inside of us speaking and acting as you feel according to the unspiritual is insincerity insincerity honesty and expressions of truth doing otherwise is not transcending the animal part of being but hypocrisy think of it people who believe thus are the ones in the leading positions of government religion education etc how do we solve the problems confronting us it is becoming clear now as an energy vehicle the animal spirit alternates between two levels of temperature hot and cold with associated alternating degrees of moisture moist and dry these temperatures or metabolic states are the principles behind the temperaments of humans some are fiery others are airy others are watery and the last type earthy These four temperatures or temperaments, which are known as the four elements of alchemy, are metaphors for the four modalities in which the animal spirit manifests itself in the world and the four phases of seasonal change. There are the shaping factors of human personality, which are classified into seven types. These are in turn symbolized by the seven planets of the ancient astrology which in turn are the governing principles of the 12 signs of the Zodiac. It is important to note that the word Zodiac is composed of the root zoo, which denotes animals. The animal signs of the Zodiac are part of the sophisticated system for categorizing the behavior of the animal spirit in man, and thus responses given that in it is an energy vehicle to the cosmic energies and particles bombarding the earth from outer space as well as to the things that making up the earthly environment. In other words, a lunar influence emanates not only from the moon but from lunar foods, gems, colors, people, and so on. Astrology is not limited to the study of the influence of planetary bodies on earthly things but the influence of earthly things on each other through the system of classification outlined in this chapter. It is noteworthy that the while the Western scientists place a great deal of value on the scientific importance of categorizing things according to their intrinsic attributes, they have not come up with a comprehensive classification system for human beings. Even if we ignore astrology's claim that planets and stars exert influence on humans and events, the insight into human nature provided by its system of classification allows for such depth of understanding of each human type that accurate predictions can be made regarding their beha- mode of behavior, illnesses they incline to, and so on, as an integral part of the comedic cosmology. Astrology is a unified field of Gesalt system for cross-referencing all things and sciences to each other it would do a great deal for good great deal of good for western scientists to drop the prejudicial stance that they have adapted towards these ancient black sciences sciences for they will find in them a fully developed language through which to build the Gesalt. They are seeking for the exact sciences. The fire responsible for the solar and martial type quickens their general manner of thinking, speaking, walking, seeking to resolve conflicts, etc. It renders them relatively unsympathetic, domineering, arrogant, hasty, and so on. Their illness inclined to the violent, acute, manifestation as opposed to the slow lingering chronic types we can say much more for this type and proceed in like manner for the others but this is not within the scope of this volume insight into the seven types of personality had already been given in the volume one of this series readers can discover their personality type by studying the personality correspondences to the deities in chapter 19 pages 272 to 295. It is important to recognize that the fundamental component of your personality is an animal. Glorify and pamper it and you will be doomed to be its slave. Tame and transcend it and you will be discovered and you will discover your true self, a God. A most important point to note about the animating spirit is that it is intrinsically movement. It is the exact opposite of the subjective, which is the perfect epoise ec- 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 and quiescence of the energy of being. Its movements manifest a constant tension within our mind and physical body that urges us to seek a state of enduring relaxation or peace. As foreigners to our higher self in the infancy of our being, we seek to resolve this tension to satisfy this urge, first through sensual gratification, later through intoxication, and lastly through the socially accepted forms of pursuing the myth of happiness. Um, we will see that we will seek as happiness through the host of accomplishments and acquisitions is the transitory joy that we have mistaken for the enduring unshakable inner peace, Hatep, of the subjective realm in addition to failing to satisfy this urge for peace through joy thrill seeking the perpetuation and in intensification of the tension of the animal spirit deranges our health and reduces our capacity for clear thinking understanding and performance here ends the reading on page 88 chapter 5 the spiritual anatomy of man and the fundamentals of spiritual psychology